Hi everyone, I'm back and late with this episode's upload date. I have an excuse, kind of. <laughs> Basically, with the program or platform that I'm using to upload and post these podcasts, it's actually free for a certain period and then you have to pay in order to keep the episodes up on Spotify and whatever. And I had to think about it and decide whether or not it was worth keeping on and paying the subscription fee. So it's not really that cheap and I'm not making any money from posting these podcasts. But anyways, obviously I decided to keep it going and pay the subscription fee, which is why you're listening to this right now. But anyways, share this with your friends, family, and whoever. And you never know, even people that don't listen to podcasts, I feel like I've never been a podcast lover or listener till really recently. And I feel like podcasts are getting bigger. I don't know if it's because I've been listening to it more and I feel like I'm seeing it more and hearing about it more. Okay, anyways... Let's get into high, low, buffalo for this past week. So my high is I've done, I've been baking a lot and I really don't bake in general. I never baked when I was home. Uh, My mom never let me bake. Even if she were to bake, she always thought that I would make a mess. So I only got to watch her which kind of sucked. But then recently I've been baking with friends and we've been trying these recipes that I feel like is a little bit more complex and out of my comfort zone. Uh, So with Mikey, we made a carrot cake and it was a double layer cake. Oh my gosh, it was such a pretty cake and it tasted so, so good. And honestly, I like the cake itself better than I like the icing. So I would have preferred it without the icing but I think if we got the icing just right like a more like harder consistency I think I would have liked it a ton anyways it was still really good and we were really proud of ourselves and then with my friend Tara we actually baked a strawberry shortcake and I've never had strawberry shortcake in my life so I didn't realize it was majority whipped cream and strawberries and not really the cake part and I was kind of nervous because I was thinking oh my god this is going to be another cake and it's going to be really heavy and I'm gonna have to eat it but then it ended up being really like it was perfect it was sweet enough and it was super light and it turned out pretty good. It wasn't the prettiest thing, but it tasted so freaking good. And I'm proud of myself. So that was my high. The low for the past week, I've mentioned the doorman that I've passed by with Mikey whenever we go to the gym. And it's been making me uncomfortable. Like I couldn't even imagine. I I mean, I talked about it like it was weird. But like it's gotten to the point where Mikey and I literally run out of the gym after our gym session to avoid the doorman. And we get really uncomfortable when we accidentally make eye contact with him. And there's been times where he'll be waiting out there and I'll accidentally make eye contact. And I don't know if he recognizes me or not, but still I get really uncomfortable. And we just cross the other side of the street and then walk right in front of him. 
I'm not sure if he like notices us or if he knows that we're trying to avoid him, but we definitely are and it sucks. It's actually kind of terrifying because my stomach literally drops whenever we have to like leave the gym. For my buffalo, Mikey and I, we started skateboarding recently. Just for some more context, it doesn't, it's not really relevant to this buffalo, but Mikey has skateboarded before, so she's definitely a few steps farther than me, but I've never skateboarded in my life. Even though I had a skateboard in my home because my brother skateboarded, my dad was sexist, I guess, and he didn't want me to skateboard, but he allowed my brother to skateboard. It was really weird. And so I never skateboarded, but I've always wanted to ever since I was little. But anyways, we each got a skateboard and we tested it out the other day. And on the first day that we went out, we were approached by this like random drunk guy who was around our age. And he was actually really sweet and cool. He asked Mikey if she knew how to ollie. And he ended up trying to teach her how to ollie. And it was pretty cool. And it was interesting and kind of weird that like all of a sudden these random strangers start approaching us whenever we're riding a skateboard. And it's been happening a lot. Whenever we go skateboarding, we actually get approached by strangers commenting on what we're doing. Like, I feel like it never happens. And I've talked about this before. Like, New York is a place where I expected people to talk to strangers, but it never happened to me. And then all of a sudden, Mikey and I get a skateboard and it's like, it happens multiple times. He actually ended up asking me for my number and I'm pretty sure he was so drunk that he doesn't even remember I put my number into his phone. But anyways, moving on. So for the topic of this podcast, I have been listening to a lot of other people's podcasts and been thinking and I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about this as much i at least i don't come across these types of videos or podcast episodes often so i wanted to put my own thoughts out there on feeling unlovable not being able to love yeah i mean just for some context i moved to a city where i'm not familiar with the area or majority of the people and i don't have my family with me pretty much living alone ish like with my friends right so I feel like not a lot of action or familial love is around me. When I say action, I mean like in school, I feel like it's more likely that you get interactions with guys or if you're, you know, with the whatever sex you're interested in. And because you get more interaction, it's much more likely that you flirt, you get interested in someone and something happens, right? But I feel like now that I'm in this stage of my life that is rarely happening because I see more strangers in a day than I do see people that I know. I also don't have that unconditional love that my family gives me. So there's obviously some deprivation happening. 
and also just touch in general this is like so weird i'm like literally no one talks about this but like us as humans we like to be touched and like cuddled with and held and whatever and felt like we're wanted but it's really hard to feel that way when you're so isolated in this gigantic city and in adulthood away from family and things like that and i mean to be honest my family being an asian pretty traditional family we're not really that touchy. I think I got a lot more touchy when I got older, but it's not that much, but it still means something. Like when I'm home, and a lot of people might find this kind of weird or surprising, but I actually sleep in my mom's bed often. And I love sleeping with my mom and like being next to her. And I feel like she, because she's a single mom, she can get pretty lonely and she might not say anything, but. It's just weird that she's like this little woman in a gigantic bed. I feel like I would feel really lonely and isolated and would want people around me. So I love sleeping in the same bed as my mom and just like cuddling with her. So I'm like missing a lot of that. And then on top of all of this that I've just mentioned, I'm just like all over the place. So just bear with me. But I've decided to go back dating it's been a while since I've dated. Well, it's not really that long. It's been like a year and a half or something. It's really not that long. And I've decided to be more open to dating recently, right? But the thought of dating and kind of committing to that again is a lot. And it scares me. I'm already in a state where I feel unlovable because I'm missing a lot of this love that I used to have when I was back at home and in college. So I'm starting off shaky. But then on top of that, I'm worried that because it's been such a long time and I've gone through my fair share of very interesting relationship things, I don't know if I can love to the extent or like someone to the extent that I have in the past. And I know like a lot of people say this, but it's so true. Your first love, you really give 100% to them. And you're, and it's most likely because you're naive and you think that it's going to last forever. At least that was my case. And I gave a lot to that person. And then I got my heart smushed, broken. Like it's disintegrated after that relationship, I feel like. I don't know if it's ever been fully at 100% the way that it was before I've dated that person. And so I come into every single relationship or possibility of a relationship without being able to give that 100% and being very fearful. Like, for example, I have like this fear of not being able to like the right person when the right person comes in front of me. I'm worried that I have a good person in front of me and I've like met XYZ people and these people are just great people. They have all the traits that anyone could be looking for and I'm attracted to them. But for some reason, like I'm not attracted to them enough and I can't give them what, they're, what they need and I can't recognize the good that's in front of me. I have a fear of that. So I let go of a good thing. I'm also fearful of compromising myself. So when I like someone... Sometimes if I like them a little too much, I will compromise who I am and I'll lose myself in the process. 
I'm fearful of that. But even if I don't give up myself, I'm just fearful of like becoming a version of myself that I'm not really that into or supportive of. And also as cliche as it is, I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> Honestly, this fear of like not wanting to get hurt again and like being very protective and defensive of myself so that I don't just give access to myself to people who really don't deserve it or are just playing around. I feel like because I've done that and to the extent that I have, I've created this like mindset or like I've made myself believe that I genuinely do not need another person. I'm concerned that that belief that I have is so strong that eventually when I realize that idea and mindset that I have is wrong, it's going to be pretty late and I'm going to have a pool of men that are not ideal, let's just say. And finally, something else that I'm like nervous about is I'm worried that I just can't get back into the dating scene like I just can't be interested in others and like flirt and do the thing that I do and just like be fully there for it I see it as a trade-off where I'm like well if I'm gonna give you my time I'm not going to be able to give time to the things I care about and the people I care about already so there's like that whole aspect I feel like that feeling is going to dominate and that is really scary I'm also worried that that feeling will come up later, like just losing interest later. I, I don't know. There's just like so many things. And also it can work the other way around where I'm afraid of people losing interest in me after they find out who I really am. I feel like in the beginning, it's very exciting for both ways to learn about another person and be like, oh, what are they going to do next? Like, I don't know everything about this person. I want to know everything about this person. And then finally, you know everything and you're like, eh, boring or eh, like <laughs> that's it. I can have the tendency to be that way. And I also at the same time, I'm nervous that I'll be treated that way. And it's not intentional. It's literally, I can't help it with all these things. I just feel that way. And I'm just voicing it out there because maybe you guys can relate. And no one really talks about these things. I feel like it should be put out there. So I haven't really gone back into dating like seriously. I've like just you know, dipped my toes in the water. And even just doing that, I've been noticing a lot of things about this time around dating people and like meeting new people. I feel like I'm very closed off now, but at the same time, I expect a lot of people to open up to me. I expect them to share a lot and give a lot more than I would. It's just so weird that I expect that because it's so unfair that I expect someone to give me more when I won't do the same back to them. I also am just such a cynic. I feel like I've been assuming everybody just has really bad intentions. I don't know. I, It's like such a defense mechanism that I'm concerned about. <laughs> and I just want to say like I have so much respect for like people who are able to like fully love and put themselves out there and 
try to be comfortable with people and see the good in other people it's like really hard to keep that going when I was little I did a lot of that I was really good at that and just like loving everybody and like spreading the love (laughs) to everyone but like nowadays like I I'd rather just keep it away from other people especially strangers I am pretty closed off and it's just been interesting to notice that and I could already see how it's been a barrier to me and it confuses a lot of people I bet yeah like it's weird because I'm like no like I want to be around you and I love your company but at the same time I'm like physically action wise not showing it doesn't match like how I feel TLDR in conclusion in I don't know whatever I'm working on it it's a process and I'm realizing that whatever I am looking for in another person I want to be able to give that to another person from now on whatever I ask for from another person I will make sure that I can do the same so I'm working on it and I know that I want xyz so Even though it is really hard for me to give XYZ, I'm going to figure it out. And I've never really been that way. I've always been like an asker and less of a giver in terms of this area. And I want to like shift and be more of a giver so that when I ask, it is completely fair and justified. And it allows me to put my standards higher and also make me feel personally more lovable because I know that I have the traits of someone that I would love if that makes sense I know that if I meet myself like if I were two people and I got to see myself meet a version of myself that I would totally love that person and I want to be able to say that and be confident in that and that will I know in turn make me feel lovable that's just the way to do it I'm gonna try this out And I hope that you guys, if you are in a similar situation or have felt this before or in the future, get into a similar situation. You kind of think of it this way. Imagine yourself like as another person and being like, what do I admire? What do I see in myself that would be lovable? And also at the same time, seeing what do I want from another person that I can't give and then work on those things you know? And then all of a sudden, after working on it and really putting the action into it and like the care and the effort, I feel like the love will come and you'll realize you deserve the love and that you have the value and that you can set your standards high and that you are special and not mediocre and you shouldn't accept shit from other people. Anyways, this is a really like weird topic and it clearly is very confusing to talk about because the organization of this podcast is all over the place. I hope you get what I'm trying to say and I hope that it was somewhat insightful or interesting or helpful or whatever and I will see you guys next week. Bye!